What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to your favorite day of the week and favorite podcast, Brunch with Des B. I am your host, Des, also known as Des B, and today the B stands for booty building slash bodybuilding. I'm so excited. As you guys see by the title of this podcast, we are going to be talking about building your glutes without just bandit bullshit, okay? We're going to break down why you need to reverse diet, why you need to stop dieting and do the opposite, which is reversing the diet. We'll dive more into that in a second, but a few kind of like housekeeping things. Number one, I hope that you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Quite a few of you said you were LOLing, number one. Number two, you all vowed to never use the word sincerely ever again. And number three, a lot of you guys were like, holy shit, I got on a plane while I was listening to this, or I have a flight coming up and I'm nervous. So mother effer, I told you guys, I had a trigger warning on that for anyone who was flight anxiety prone. So do not blame me for that energy. However, I will say we are fine. You are more than likely to die in a car accident than you are on a plane. Okay. We've, we know the actual statistics, but it is funny to share. I think it's actually funny. I learned from, hmm, was it a pilot? Maybe that the fear of flying, the fear of flight planes comes from the fear of falling, which if you think about it is very, very true. Falling off of a cliff, falling off of a tall building, falling off blank, falling out of the fucking sky. I mean, it all makes sense, right? (laughs) So anyways, uh, like I said, hope you guys enjoyed that last episode. I will tell you, This week's episode of Below the Influencer is going to be dope. We have Gabby on there. We talk about her all the time. If you guys listen to BTI, we talk about how sexy she is and how we love her. Um, And as in sexy, like woman to woman, all right? We're not sexualizing her. She is a beautiful woman, Um, but like girl to girl, we hype her up. She is gorgeous. Um, She's in the fitness space. However, she's also kind of She's very much her own person. She started on YouTube, on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, Below the Influencer coming Thursday, going to be a really great episode. And you guys already fucking know, today is the day. Six weeks to strength, 3.0 launches and opens for you guys to be a part of. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this topic because you know what? If you're a true loyal follower, if you're a true loyal listener, you guys know what six weeks of strength is, why it's the shit and why you need to do it. But if you are someone who does not, it is a six week program at home, at gym. This is a challenge. There are multiple prizes. We're also throwing in a grand prize. So you already can win a thousand dollars, 750 or 500. We're going to throw in, don't tell anyone this, For first or second place, we're going to also throw in a free 12 weeks of coaching with myself if you win first and Emily if you win second. So this is not only encouraging you guys to like go for it, right? Do do your thing, transform, but also know that this is about longevity. We're not throwing you in a six-week program to go, hey, get us some cool fucking transformation picks and then go gain it all back. That's not the T here. We want to see you thrive. So with that being said, we're going to include 12 weeks coaching of like with Emily or I to the first and second place winner to continue those healthy, healthy habits that you have created during the six weeks and keep that fucking momentum going. Can I get a hell yeah? Okay. 
I don't hear anyone saying hell yeah, but if you said it, thank you so much. So $117, 307 if coached, which as of right now, coached might be sold out. Um, we give it first to pre-registered as well as past challengers in my Patreon members. So if it's sold out, sorry, didn't mean to say it. $117 might sound like a splurge. And you know what? It is. I'll be honest. We Our girls budget for this, okay? But we put so much fucking time, energy, and amazing content in there along with the app experience, six weeks of workouts, two different splits, yours to keep on a plan, on the app, at home, at gym, video form tips, written form tips, etc. This $117 gets you sample meal plans, a macro ebook, a special mobility book by Coach Jen if you sign up by Tuesday, group chats, friends that are going to last you forever. We have girls that fucking vacation together now. So this is more than just a little fucking Word document and then scooting you on your way, all right? This is a community. This is a family. So we love it. We love you guys. Links in the show notes. DBFT, six weeks, six as in like the numeric six, weeks.com slash sign up fucking go today. Okay. This will close Friday at 1159 PM EST. So if you do not sign up, hasta la vista. See you in 2022 when you're crying because you didn't do this challenge. All right. The last thing I will say is that we do have some really cool app programs coming up. I do have the DBFT fit guide 1.0, the first ever fucking fit guide. Believe it. Yes. Believe it. It is here. I've downloaded it and done it all plus modifications and upgrades onto the BFit app. It is not released yet, but that is to come as well as a four weeks, four gains 2.0. If you guys remember last year's Black Friday, 48 hours, $48, a four week plan yours to execute fucking crush. We're in a Facebook group. We're crushing it through the holidays. This is on Black Friday. So mark your fucking calendars. Okay. 48 bucks. If you don't have the 117 right now for the challenge, you're not going to get as much with the four weeks for gains, but you're still going to get a badass fucking program. All right. 48 bucks. Got your back. Without further ado, guys, I'm not, I hate this being like a marketing 101, but these challenges are huge for us. We fucking love our six week challenges. And I cannot believe this is the last one of the year. This is the last one that I did pregnant. So it's crazy to already like be here and then also put in perspective that my son is almost one whole ass year old. I'm terrified. So without further ado, let's talk about building our glutes. All right, so if you're here and you saw the title, you're like, oh my God, I need to know how to gain an ass without gaining fat. Now, <laughs> there's where I clickbaited you a little bit. And welcome to the fucking fitness industry because that's what everyone does. Lose arm fat with this fat blasting tricep workout. Do you struggle with cellulite try this toning hamstring workout do you struggle with uh, try this oh 
you need help, use my code for better help. This podcast is sponsored today by better. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you hear that all the time. We see the workouts, we see the cover photos and we immediately are like, oh my God, I need to do this. And guess what that usually reverts to? It usually reverts to a form of dieting. We're in a diet mindset. How can I be as small as possible? How can I lose? How can I lose fat? How can I lose weight? How can I lose the cellulite? How can I lose my back fat? How can I lose my love handles, my rolls, my pouch, whatever you fucking call it and whatever you want to quote lose. That's our constant mindset all fucking year. All year. We just think about how we can become a smaller version of ourselves. For most people, mind you, I'm, I'm generalizing, not saying everyone's in this mindset, but for a lot of society, that's where our minds go. And, and I get it. Let me tell you too, guys, you are not wrong and you are not quote fat phobic. You are not anything for wanting to change your body and wanting to feel really confident that you're not wrong for that. Do we need to celebrate all bodies? Absolutely. Do we need to know that health, overall health, doesn't look a certain way? Absolutely. But you are okay if you are here right now and you want to look better and change your body. You, that is okay. You can still be simultaneously accepting of your body while wanting to still change it. Does that make sense? So for example, right now, you know, I love my body. I had a baby. I came back into a different kind of fitness journey. And I, I do. I, I love the way I look. Do I miss my muscle? Yes. Do I still want my ass to be way bigger? Yes. So I'm still accepting of my body where it's at, but I still have goals and I still want to transform and that's okay. So if you're here right now and you're feeling guilty, like, oh my gosh, I, I wish I could just be proud of where I'm at. You can still be proud of where you're at, but want to get somewhere else and just know that that's okay. So when we're in a diet mindset all the time, this can lead to a lot of metabolic adaptations. All right, so what this means is that you've been dieting for so long that your metabolism, which is the rate at which your body burns calories naturally, ends up becoming kind of stagnant. So think of it this way. If you restrict your caloric intake, so you're, you're eating 1,200 calories every fucking day because you're like, oh my God, I need to fucking lose weight. If you do that day to day to day to day to day for a long time, your body becomes more energy efficient and actually starts requiring fewer calories to maintain your weight. So your body goes, oh shit, <laughs> this is where we're supposed to be. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Let me catch up. And then you just stay. The more you cut those calories, your, your metabolic rate will continue to drop. And then your body will even start sending signals, encouraging to eat more but you probably won't. Therefore, you continue to shove that down, right? Because you're like, oh, I need a diet. I need a diet. I need a diet. Fortunately, because if you restore, unfortunately, you can restore your calories back to a normal range. You can get that metabolic rate up and that's where reverse dieting comes back in. So whether you're kind of aiming to lose body fat, you're trying to gain muscle or you're taking like breaks from a plan period, you need to rebalance. That's what people kind of call diet breaks. Reverse dieting is kind of one of those forms of diet breaks, but it's more long, long term. I wouldn't say long term. It's not just like a week diet break, right? It's, it's going to be months. It's going to be an extensive amount of time where you purposely get that metabolic rate back up and really try to heal. The longer 
you've been in a deficit and you've just been starving your body, like literally starving your body, the longer it's going to take for you to reverse back. So if you're mad that you can't lose weight right now, sometimes you have to backpedal in order to go back forward, right? So if we think of reverse dieting, number one, I do have to share a quick flex. If you Google reverse dieting, I am the first image to come up. So fuck everyone. I'm not taking autographs <laughs> at this time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no photos. There are people so warming outside my house. No, I'm just kidding. But I did this really kind of went viral on YouTube. Like not really my sort of viral, right? I did a reverse dieting video of how I went from 1300 calories to 2500 calories and like what my body looked like and how I did it bodybuilding.com back when I was with them in 2018, they reposted it. So it got like over 140,000 views on YouTube. And the cover photo is like the first photo to come up. (laughs) So, um, it's actually really funny. So if you Google reverse dieting, I am the first one to come up. (laughs) All right. So like what is reverse dieting? And number one, you can always look back at like some of those videos, please please, please, please know that I look completely fucking different, but the content is still valid. So you can definitely start there. Um, so what is reverse dieting? I know we've kind of talked about like how you get there and why we have to do it, but what is it? So reverse dieting is basically when your caloric intake, this does involve macros is gradually increased very slowly to maintenance level or sometimes higher to support like, you know, muscle gains with the purpose of obviously increasing that metabolic rate. So adapting your body to be able to withstand taking in more calories without gaining fat. You just stay the same, right? So the slower you do it, the more you can minimize or eliminate fat gain because your body actually starts to adapt to that intake. Now, does that mean you will not gain fat? Absolutely not. Especially if you are in a surplus. So you are trying to gain muscle. You do have to most likely simultaneously gain a little bit of fat in order to precisely gain muscle. All right. You're, it's going to be very hard and near, near, not always near impossible to gain muscle when you are sitting at maintenance calories. Okay. So you have to know where your maintenance level of calories are in order to then decide what is your deficit, what's your floor, and what is your surplus, what's your ceiling, okay? So we think of a floor, we think of a ceiling, then we think of my tiny ass desk that I record at. The desk is the middle of the room and the desk is where I can stay and my body will never change, quote unquote. If I go up to the ceiling, that is when my body will start gaining weight. This can be muscle mixed with fat, whatever it might be. And the, the, the floor is where my body will start losing weight, can also be muscle and can also be losing fat. So you have to find that maintenance calorie point for you and where your metabolic rate is currently lying to know what the floor and what the ceiling is for you. So when you are reverse dieting, it can help you lose weight or maintain weight while eating more calories. Now, the reason why you can lose weight during reverse dieting is because your body can actually counteract itself and start to gain muscle, which then more muscle burns more calories naturally, like at rest in your RMR. Therefore, your body can actually do a thing called recomp, recomp, recomposition, recomp of the body. So when you see people be like, hey, I weigh the same in both photos. (laughs) 
That is called recomposition, all right? Our body composition is changing the amount and percent of fat to the amount and percent of muscle. Recomp, okay? The idea of reverse dieting is that if you're in a small surplus, so very small, a little bit over that maintenance, a little bit over that tiny ass desk to floor to ceiling, it can help restore some of the hormones and also energy expenditure toward your kind of like pre-diet levels while matching the energy intake that it will take to then recover your metabolic rate. So the goal here is then to obviously minimize that amount of body fat that you gain. So you're probably like, what the fuck? What, wait, oh, you're like, hold on. I need to like push back 15 seconds. I get it. It's a lot of information. So jot it down, take some fucking notes. All right. This is what we're teaching you in six weeks to strength. This is why we fucking do this guys. You have to stop dieting all fucking year. That's why we work on a calendar year for DBFT. This is why we share these different levels of information and education because we do not want the goal and emphasis every day of every fucking year to be dieting. So simply put, if your body right now, this might be you, if it stopped responding to a deficit, right? You're like, holy fuck, I've been eating 1400 calories every day and I'm not losing weight. If that's you right now, or you're just purely tired of eating so less of food, if you're tired of being in a deficit, period, like you're coming out of a cut from summer, my challenge is for you. Because if you're worried about gaining that body fat back when you start eating more because you're fucking hungry, reverse dieting is perfect for you. And if you feel uncomfortable on how to do that, that's why our challenge fucking outlines it for you. We give you the information. We encourage you. We educate you. We answer questions. And if you do the coached option, we literally fucking walk you through it. Okay. There is no way to mess up. We are all qualified, educated, and experienced coaches to help you in this matter. And that's why I love what I do. It is the shit. So how do we reverse diet? Again, I can tell you we can help you, right? We can hold your hand. If you need one-on-one coaching, if you need the challenge, we can we can help do it for you while educating you. But if you're someone who's like, hey, Des, I'm doing the challenge by myself. I'm doing the uncoached option. So I'm kind of on my own. What do I need to do? Here's some ideas. So again, these are going to be very broad. I'm not saying that this is going to work for everyone because everyone also has very different kind of biometric pieces of your body in your life, in your lifestyle, in your age, in your current weight, in your stature, in your job, in your daily expenditure, in your activity per day, in your resting metabolic rate. There's a lot of factors that go into me specifically giving you tips that are going to fit your box. Okay. This is not going to necessarily all fit in your box, but this is a place to start. And that's the goal. Okay. So when you, again, guys, I just really want to reiterate before I get into this, everybody and everybody is literally different. Okay. This is why a one-on-one coach, coach challenge, or the challenge in general, where you have access to coaches to ask questions. This is why it can be a game changer. Okay. So how often should you start adding in calories when you're reversing? So we're starting at, let's make it easy, 1,200 calories, all right? I'm still bad at math, so honestly, bear with me. This is embarrassing. So if we're eating 1,200 calories a day and we're sick of it, 
the best way to start increasing those, and again, slow and steady wins the race to minimize fat gain. It's going to be easy for our body to kickstart hunger again and those hunger hormones, ghrelin and leptin, to start signaling again, holy fuck, I'm hungry. We have to say, shh, 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 be patient. I will feed you, but be patient. Because the faster that we jump back into that in, intake of a surplus, the faster we will gain fat back. Now, sometimes you need to jumpstart. So like immediately up yourself X amount of calories, but that's not always, that's person to person case. So again, I'm just going to give you broad examples, but we have to make sure that we realize that this is going to take time. So every week I would increase your caloric intake by around 50 to 150 calories until we're about at maintenance calorie level or where we think our natural maintenance is. So this tends to be about like 3% of total calories added back for women. So if we start at 1200 calories, take 3% of 1200 and then add that about like each week or so, give or take. Okay. So how do you know then if we're counting macros, how many macros do we need to add back in each week? Well, that's a great question. Protein is definitely the most important to consider. Protein is optimal for muscle growth and also helps with hunger control. So by eating a good amount of protein, we're also going to feel very satiated. So for most part, you do want to be anywhere from between anywhere from like 0.4 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight. And this goes from being just a healthy adult at like 0.4 ish to like one gram per pound of body weight if you're like an elite athlete or a a legitimate bodybuilder, et cetera, not everyone needs to be eating 140 grams of protein. Okay. I've been eating like around probably 120 to 140 grams of protein my whole life. I'm, I'm an athlete. Okay. If you're just someone who works a desk job, which is beautiful. And you're just like grinding through life, but you love the gym, you love fitness. You don't need one gram of protein per pound of body weight. You just don't anywhere from about 0.4 to 0.5. This is based on like recommended dietary allowance. And again, I'm giving you very broad numbers that are just science-based. So from there, you take those calories that you have, the 1200, okay? And then you find the amount of protein per, so like say that you're gonna be at like 50 protein, okay? Then you're gonna times that by four, because that's going to be your calories per gram. And then you're going to get 2,200. So 200 calories out of 1,200. Again, I'm going with like very easy um, numbers at first. And again, we shouldn't be starting at 1,200. This is you already adding calories back, all right? But out of 1,200, 200 of those calories are going to come from protein, right? So then we take away the 200, that leaves us with 1,000 calories left. Fat is nine calories per gram. Carbs and proteins are four calories per gram. So once you have your protein, you then pretty much keep that a consistent. You will not touch your protein again for the most part. Okay, that's why I told you within the past, my whole life, I've always stayed between 120 and 140 protein. It's because that typically doesn't change a lot, okay? Once you have that protein, then you kind of add fat and carbs alternating-ish. You kind of have to 
feel out what's comfortable for your body and what it thrives off of. Again, this is where you kind of get into that trial and error. So 50 to 100 calories um, per week, right? So I, I just told you, all right, 50 to 100, 150 calories, we're adding them back we, each week. That will be either about like 15 to 35 grams of carbs or like five to 16 grams of fat. So you kind of like play around with those numbers. It doesn't have to be all fat. doesn't have to be all carbs. You can do a little bit of both each week, whatever fits your fancy as well as well as what makes you feel good. For me, I'd rather eat more carbs, right? So like my carbs are usually higher and my fats are usually just like relatively normal. Okay. So when you get to that point and you have these 1000 calories left, um, you're going to have to figure out how many macros that would be of fats and carbs to fill the rest of those thousand calories. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. So for optimal success, you just need to make sure that you do raise carbs and fats at an optimal rate based off of kind of your training as well, right? So like if you're someone that does a lot of high intensity training, strength training, you're going to probably use a lot of glycogen stores, right? Those are our quick metabol, met, our quick metabolizing. Sorry. I couldn't think of how the fuck to say that word for a second. Our quick metabolizing energy stores from carbs. So if you're someone who does a lot of quick training, CrossFit, HIT, strength training, you're going to want to keep higher carbs, right? Those are optimal for us to really fuel ourselves for our energy or for energy for those workouts. If you're someone who does more steady state style movement, maybe a little bit of jogging, maybe we hike, we do some walking, we maybe do some yoga, very low impact. You can have a little bit more fats in your diet. Now, again, this doesn't run true for everyone. I'm just simply stating some general, what's the word? general, um, I'm literally blanking some, you know, what's normal. There we go. Let's just call it that. So there's how to figure out your calories and your macros. Again, we're adding back slowly each week. And you know what? Some weeks you don't have to do anything. The goal isn't to always change each week either. We want to make sure that our body knows what it's doing and is adapting very well. So if it goes two, three weeks eating the same amount of food, more power to you. Your body's probably saying, thank you so much. I'm understanding what's going on. Let's keep going. So when you're reverse dieting, you kind of have a little bit of like expectation, you know, okay, yeah, I'm going to fucking lose weight and then I'm going to like look shredded because I'm giving my body what it needs. Great, great idea. Um, it, it, it could happen, um, but you can experience weight loss, but you can also experience weight gain. Sometimes you experience neither. All bodies will respond differently. And usually if you're gaining or losing and reversing correctly, that amount is usually very, very small. So it's not going to make an astronomical difference. Okay. But some things to keep in mind, if you're losing weight, a lot of it can be a reduction in water because your hormones are normalizing and we're also finding ourselves not as bloated, right? We're taking care of our body again. Our body's digesting while we're feeling great. So yes, weight loss, you can celebrate it, but also normalize just understanding it could just be um, weight. It could just be water weight. It could just be hormones, whatever it might be. If the scale is increases, all right, this is the biggest thing with my clients who start reverse dieting. They're like, holy fuck. I'm up two fucking pounds this week. What the fuck? My photos, I, I look the same, Des, but I'm up two pounds. I'm, I'm literally up two pounds. Dude, like, what do I do? Ch- chill, chill. When we increase the amount of carbs, carbs will bind 
with water and salt to where we will gain water weight. Our body, think of carbs like SpongeBob. When SpongeBob, even though he lives in water, which is weird, but when he gets water in him, which is weird, he bloats, right? Like he looks like a sponge. That's what happens when carbs meet the body. They, they explode, right? So they fill the body up. That's why you see competitors before they go on stage, slam a fucking pack of Oreos because those carbs are going to fill them out. Sugars, carbs, fill them out. So when you start to see that increase, but you're like, dude, I look the same or my ass feels bigger, but I feel, but, but the scale's up. It's because our body's filling back out with carbohydrates. Therefore, we will retain a little bit more water. But naturally, as we continue, this will definitely minimize over time, right? It's not always going to happen. However, if you give like, if you have like a refeed day and randomly one day you have 200 grams of carbs, you'll definitely feel like, oh, I'm filled out. One thing I do want to say too for you guys and you girlies out there, I feel like we have this expectation sometimes, and this is off the cuff. This is just kind of random, but we have this expectation that we're supposed to wake up and then go to sleep looking the exact same. And I just want to remind you that it's very normal to go to sleep and feel bloated. It's normal to go to sleep and have a little bit of a belly. It's normal to go to sleep and feel full. That's normal. So if you wake up and you're like, oh, I was skinny this morning. Morning skinny hits different. Okay, we we love morning skinny. After that morning shit, mm, chef's fucking kiss, okay? I could go out and look fucking sexy, but then I fucking look, I look at bread and my body just goes, Bloom. but that's normal, okay? We just have to remember that our body is digesting. It's working. It's moving. It's, it's working for us. We're not going to look the same as when we woke up as when we go to bed. I, I challenge you to take a fucking picture this week. Send it to me. Wake up with your morning skinny self and then fucking take a picture at the end of the night from the side, side to side, and let me fucking know what you look like. Okay. I guarantee you your butt probably looks better, bigger. Your belly probably looks better, bigger. That's probably it. It's probably all you can really notice, but you will feel it. Okay. And that's okay. It's normal. So when it comes to reverse dieting, we're, we're in this phase, we're feeling good. Okay. I definitely encourage you to take some measurements, maybe take some photos, maybe weigh in a few times a week. And this is purely so that you have multiple means of measurements. If you're someone who just doesn't fuck with the scale, guess what? You can still succeed without the scale. I would definitely recommend taking photos and measurements. If you're someone that's okay with the scale, I definitely recommend weighing in a few times a week to also understand natural fluctuations are going to occur in your body. So as you're going through and you're making adjustments, you're wondering, okay, um, so like, how am I going to know if I'm doing okay? Well, definitely, like I said, make sure that we're paying attention to those new, like those biometric opportunities. But also if we are weighing ourselves, take a little bit of accountability in weighing yourself and understanding your average weights throughout the week. So try to take four to five upwards to seven, obviously, if you want to weigh in every day, take your averages of weight and see what that average gain or loss is. If you're above a pound or two per week average, I mean, consistently, I'm not talking just, oh, I was on my period this week. I'm up weight. I'm talking a consistent gain. You need to reevaluate how fast you're moving or where your calories are at. If your weight isn't changing at all, it's probably safe to continue to add those calories and feel really comfortable doing that. 
but there's definitely other signs of success beyond obviously just that scale. So again, taking those measurements, hip, waist, chest, you can see that body composition changing progress photos, progress videos. I like to do videos personally. And then obviously too, noticing improvement in your workout. How are you feeling when you do cardio? Are you feeling more comfortable on the Stairmaster? Gauging those indi- gauging those few things are great indicators that we are doing a great job and that our energy levels is are boosting and we're feeling great. So again, just remember, reverse dieting is slow. For some people, they're like, okay, I'm cool. Like I'm patient. For some people like me, I'm not patient. So when I think, holy fuck, I have to do this for eight, 12 weeks, I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. But at the end of the day, it ends up really paying off because you can enjoy more food, enjoy not being tired, restore your hormones, restore your energy levels and eat more and feel better. It's definitely, it's definitely popular. Like reverse dieting, I would say is popular, but it's also not always, it's not always like in the light of challenges. It's not always in the light of, of day-to-day coaching. Like, I don't know. It's not always painted publicly. So, and I think that's because when you're losing weight and you're in fat loss, um, it's obviously more appealing. I get that. You see a photo of someone who had extreme weight loss. You're like, holy fuck. That's awesome. You see someone reverse dieting and you might see it and be like, oh, cool. She like, yeah, she looks better. Hell yeah. But it's not like the clickbait photo, right? And let's be honest, that's what you guys click on first, myself included, right? <laughs> like, like it's common. It's not bad. It's just what captures your eye first, right? Extreme weight loss captures your eye first. So that's what a lot of people are going to talk about is weight loss, how you can do it, how you can do it properly, which is great. We need to know how to lose weight properly. But you know what we also need to know is how the fuck to get out of it properly. When I got out of my first competition back in 2016, my coach, I literally won and then he dropped me. Like I did, I never talked to him again. I don't know what happened. He just ghosted me and I had to do the whole quote reverse dieting thing on my own. I used avatar nutrition to try to educate myself. I watched a lot of Lane Norton videos. I watched a lot of YouTube and I tried to understand what reverse dieting was so that I can make sure that I wasn't just falling off and rebounding as they would call it in the competition world. And and like I didn't, I didn't rebound, but I definitely was clueless. And so I wish that I had even a 20, 30 minute podcast like this to know what I was supposed to do and how to make it easy for me and at least have a, a framework of what I can do to succeed instead of just going into it blind. And at this time in 2016, early 2017, we didn't have like, we didn't have the education we do on social media now, but also that that's the thing too, is on social media, there's, there's a lot of education. You're like, where the fuck do I look? This is confusing. There's 900 websites with the same article title. There's 5,000 YouTube videos on reverse dieting. How do I know which one's right? It's confusing. Okay. But I'm here to break it down. I wanted to break it down nice and slow and understand why it's important to reverse diet. Now, when it comes to reverse dieting and the last point I'll touch on is working out. A lot of people think that you have to work out a certain way when you diet versus when you want to gain muscle. The answer is no. You can truly do any program virtually up and down the same way you did dieting as you did gaining weight slash like wanting to gain muscle. The only thing I would say is when I'm in a phase of weight gain, like I want to gain strength, 
I like to add in a lot more compounds because I actually have the energy to do them and do them correctly without the risk of injuring myself. So if I'm dieting and I'm eating low calories, I'm fucking skinny as shit, my energy's shot, I'm not going to try to deadlift all the time heavy ass weight when I know my body isn't energized for that. But when I have those amount of carbs going in, I'm reverse dieting, I'm eating more food, I have those energy levels to deadlift heavier weight and do it properly, right? So I feel like those are the those are the places where it changes. You know, progressive overload can occur more often when you are trying to gain strength, you know, going up weights um, each time, kind of like a ladder if you think about it. Um, there's definitely different things. You know, our cardio might not be as high because our output, we don't want to, we don't want to be burning more than we're taking in in order to, again, gain strength. Don't necessarily want to be doing like, 9,000 sessions of hit while we're trying to gain strength. Like there are a few variables that do change. But at the end of the day, if you are wanting to join six weeks to strength right now and you're like, well, but I'm, I'm cutting. First off, should you be? <laughs> That's my first question. Can we help you with that? And number two, this program is still for you. So no matter what those goals are, every program we run is still adaptable to whatever those physical goals are. But we can also have that community to help you with whatever kind of that is in detail, right? So if you're someone right now and I'm talking to you right now and you just got through this 30-ish, 37, 35 minute podcast and you're like, damn, that really spoke to me. I think this is something I need to do or you realize, wow, I really have been tired for the past fucking six months or I've been dieting way too long. I'm ready to get out of it. I want to do it right. This This is your call to action, Stop fucking talking about it then. Like that, it, it, there's something that I hate when people do. And this is out of love too. I'm not saying I hate you. This is out of love. I hate it when people talk about it, but don't be about it. Nothing pisses me off more because I think when you talk about it and you ain't about it, all you're doing is shutting doors to your potential of self-love, confidence, pride, determination, perseverance, showing yourself that you can show the fuck up and do stuff for yourself that you've never done before. You're losing out on friendships. You're losing out on a plan of execution. The easiest plan, you just fucking open up an app and go to town. This is your time to feel taken care of. And listen, I'll stop here and I'll get off my soapbox. We see thousands of coaches online run challenges. And I get it. Why the fuck, Des, why the fuck should I join yours? (laughs) XYZ has one. XY and Y has one. Why should I join yours? (laughs) Yours is more expensive. And you know what I'll say to that? You get what you pay for. And you hate to see it. But you're never ever going to get a community like DBFT. You're never going to get vulnerability like we have in DBFT. You're never going to get fucking hype like we have in DBFT. Girl, Facebook fucking hates us because we cuss so much in our Facebook group. Not really, but we comment, you know, yes, bitch. Okay, bitch, go off queen. And we get flagged for cursing. And they say that we're doing bullying and harassment. So we have to literally asterisks are bad words now. That's how hard we go for each other. It's fun. It's a community. And it's the last one of the year.
I do not want to get you guys in my fucking DMs on Sunday morning when we start the challenge and you're crying to me, telling me, oh, Des, I wish I would have signed up. Can I have the link? I, I will give it to you, okay? Number one. But I don't want you to even get to that point. I tell you guys each day, guys, you're going to have FOMO. You're going to fucking miss out and you're going to be pissed and you're going to want to join on Sunday. And guess what? It happens every time. So avoid that. Sarah, Hannah, Lauren, Melissa, Kyla, Kylie, Laura. Yep. I'm talking to you, Christina. Chris with a K. Yep. I see you out there. Okay. I see you stalking me. I see you wanting to be a part of this challenge. I see you viewing the stories. And I see you swiping up in the next and out. Commit. Commit to yourself and commit to six weeks. That's all I'm asking you. If you really come back and say that you fucking hated everything, I will give you your money back. Because you know what? You fucking won't. Period. Period. Okay? I have your back. I hope that this helped you. I hope you feel confident. I hope you are ready to smash this challenge. I know I'm ready to fucking grow my ass back. I need my ass big because my boobs need to match my ass. Okay. Hope you guys have an amazing day again. Link is in the bio or show notes, whatever. I always say bio. I'm sorry. You get where I'm, you get where I'm coming from. Link is in the show notes to enroll. If you have any questions at all, check out DBFT LLC on Instagram. We have multiple posts. What do you win? How do you win? Coached versus uncoached. How can I do it at home? What does that look like? A sample workout and more. We literally have every fucking question answered so that you do not have any questions. But if there is anything, please check them out. DM us. We can help. And I hope to see you fuckers in the challenge.